Good morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. This is episode 5 of Word in Motion. Yesterday we saw the power of a ready disciple emboldened by the Holy Spirit. I hope you had a chance to think about your 30-second testimony, just who is Jesus and what has Jesus done for you, to share if an opportunity arises. Imagine a baby church suddenly infused with 3,000 new believers. What do you do? What would your pastor do? Those of you church leaders, how would you respond to that immediate growth? Well, let's see what the early church did in Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings, and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Google Dictionary defines devotion as love, loyalty, and enthusiasm. They devoted themselves. They loved. They were loyal to and enthusiastic for what? The apostles' teaching, which was simply passing on Jesus' teaching, teachings of who Jesus was and what he did. Fellowship, spending time together, yes. But even more so, the actual word here, koinonia, comes from the word for having things in common. So we see in verses 45 to 47 a definition of this concept of ongoing fellowship as they thought of it. Not that something was mine or yours, but belonged to the church and to the body of Christ and was given freely to whoever had need. The breaking of bread, again Luke defines in verse 46 that they were taking food with gladness together. Even today it's hard to have a church event without food around. There's a natural forming of relationships that happens through full mouths and satisfied stomachs. And prayer. Throughout scripture, we see the power of the church gathered in prayer. Later in Acts, we see countless miracles performed through believers gathered together praying for other believers. When Paul is led by an angel out of prison, for example, he shows up at the house and the believers are gathered in prayer. Think of how you feel when someone prays for you and the concerns that you have. Isn't there a sense of relief knowing others are bringing those concerns to the throne of God along with you? I love the word awe in verse 43. Wonders and signs being done, needs being met, the church was growing. What a thrilling time to be a part of the body of Christ. Imagine a day in which you spent time with the teachings of Jesus shared from God's blessings with fellow believers as they had needs, you shared a meal together with brothers and sisters of Christ, and spent time together in prayer. That's a full day. Upstairs in our youth room at church, we have a corner painted with chalkboard paint 
called the prayer wall, and there students can share prayer requests. Other students will put a check mark by those requests, claiming them as their responsibility to pray for. Until they are moved to the adjacent praise wall, where God's answers to those prayers are shared and celebrated. I've said this is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. What would it look like for you to love, to be loyal and enthusiastic for the teachings of Jesus, for sharing with brothers and sisters in need, for eating together and bonding over meals together, and for praying with and for each other. Again, they were devoted. They loved this lifestyle. These were priorities. And not only that, not obligations, but they were enthusiastic. They looked forward to these times. My challenge for you as the one thing for today's episode is to have one day like this this week. Find a day where you manage all four where you spend time with Jesus' teachings, you share with a fellow believer in need, you spend a meal together, fellowshipping over bread, and you spend time in prayer. I'd love to hear about that day, and especially how you feel at the end of that day. Is that a sustainable lifestyle? What would it take to make that an ongoing way of life that two or three or even all four of those things are day in, day out practices and you love it, you're enthusiastic about it? And beyond your life personally, what would the church look like if we lived that way? Let me pray for that this morning. King of heaven, thank you for bringing the believers together. Thank you for our communities that we can fellowship with, that we can eat and share your blessings with, that we can pray with. God, push us to spend more time together. Lord, push us to enthusiasm, that we would love these times, that they would not be obligations, but joys. Lord, open our schedules. Free us up to spend time together. Lord, that our churches would live this way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my prayer for you this week is that you would have an opportunity to see what fulfillment comes from a lifestyle like that. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. Have a great day.